Welcome to the EggCorn podcast, where we make nonsense make sense. I'm Sammy Eastwood. I'm Raymond Ahmed. Sammy woke us up today because she wanted to talk about beauty and how we don't have it, unfortunately. That's why you never <laughs> see our faces, by the way. What are you talking about? You see my face all over my social media, but okay. Unfortunately, um, <laughs> as I may add. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a good time to tell you that I thought we should do like, you know, bullshit shots of us for like <laughs> oh, no, I'm not the thumbnail of the, the episode? Fuck that, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll say, I'll, servicing humanity, we won't show our face to you. Okay, we're, we are the anonymous of the podcast world. But yeah, anyway, so going off that, uh, there was a um, article I came across, which was written by uh, Professor Heather Widows, I believe, um, who is a professor at Birmingham University, who has written a uh, book called, um, I think it's called Perfect Me. And it's basically her thesis that the new beauty standard or the modern beauty standard is basically become an ethical imperative or like a moral imperative for people and then that is doing a lot of harm to the public basically like public health so i don't know what's your opinion of that like do you think she has you know um merit. like merit yeah or do you think that's just people moaning for the sake of moaning i i do think there is a problem i wouldn't necessarily say the people who are like beautiful are the problem but i think it's the people who are interpreting those beautiful people as necessarily real. And it's their interpretation and perspective of the real world that's the problem, you know? And, and it all, again, it's like something, it's like a similar theme we've had in everything we've talked about. It's all the education piece. It's mostly affecting young people, because like 70, 80, 60, 50 year old, they're like, it's fucking bullshit, obviously. But it's people in high school who see that and they're like, oh, I need to look like that if I ever want to be famous, if I ever want to be rich or successful. And I think that's where the moral imperative, so to speak, probably comes from. I don't know, I have a bit of a problem with this because, not that I think it's incorrect, because like obviously studies have shown that like people do attribute uh, better traits to people who are considered attractive, or you know, there's the halo effect where people are nicer to people who are attractive, or they get better jobs or better salaries, or like there's even been a study, um, I can't remember where I read it, but there's been a study where apparently people who were attractive were actually getting better grades than their like less attractive counterparts. So obviously that's not a good thing. And to note, it's statistically significant. So it is. Yeah. It is like a thing that it's not just oh random. It is statistically significant. But my issue with it is not that stuff because like that is obviously unconscious bias and you know in, in all respects when unconscious bias is happening it's like not a great thing but I don't like that it's becoming a norm to point the finger at people who are classically attractive or like people you know who um who do embody the current beauty standard and it's like this whole you know you see a lot of it on like TikTok and stuff and it's like this pretty privileged thing and basically they're like pointing at people who are you know, very aesthetic and being like, you're a bad person, basically. It's you're, you're wrong for being pretty. But it's like, but people... What do you want me to do? What do you want, them what to do you do? want me to do? Like, if somebody's born and they're like six foot and gorgeous, like, that's not their fault, is it? I mean, like, I know obviously they can add to that, but what do you expect them to do? Freaking shave their head and like wear a, a smock? Like, what is your... what? That's just so stupid. It's like, because it's like, we go back to the, um, like, fat talk, basically. Like, the fat positivity people who are like, oh, you're evil because you're skinny. Ugh. It's like, why? It's not... Well, I mean, yeah. But, like, it's more of a case of, like, you're morally bad because you are fitting the beauty standard. It, but it's like, so what? And that's what I don't like about it. Like, I think, obviously, 
we do have to address the con conscious bias and there's other things that she talks about which I'll we'll bring up later but I just that's my problem with it I don't like the idea that people are flipping it on its head and pointing at people who are classically attractive and making them out to be bad people just because they fit the modern beauty standards like it's not their fault they well I mean it might be but it's also like so what if they want to fit the modern beauty standard and they do so easily that doesn't make them a bad person like it's so weird to think that but that's not their that's not the, look if anybody if any of those people who are pointing at those people were as pretty would they not take advantage of every opportunity they have 100 percent if you're born to like a rich parent, are you just gonna be like, fuck it, I'm gonna go live in the woods and be poor and do it the hard way? Yeah. Or are you gonna take advantage of every opportunity you have? Of course you yeah. are. So like that's, I think the judgment is unfair. Where I do think they have some merit is like somebody who's super beautiful, maybe like a bodybuilder or something. And they're like, I did this naturally. I never yeah. did anything wrong. That's where I think it's bad. Like all these women who are like, oh, I'm perfectly natural. I'm like, Pretty sure you had a nose job and you did some plastic surgery and maybe you got some Botox here and then, you know. Yeah. Then I'm like, okay, now you're lying. Plus, you use Photoshop and you use lighting and you're saying this is how I look normally. I'm like, well, you're using all these filters and shit. So, like, is that normal or are you just kind of adding to the people's perspective that that should be normal? You know what I mean? Yeah. Although, I would blame that on the institution more than I would blame it on, like, people because obviously like you're saying with like uh the plastic surgery and like you know steroid juice and things like that in hollywood part of me is like oh you really should kind of say when you're having all these treatments done because like you're pretending it's natural when it's not i mean like if you look back on people's photos which is like very easy to do now like it wasn't back in the day but it is now you can kind of see and be like oh, okay you're you know it's obvious you've had a nose job like come on but at the same time, I do have compassion for these people because they are trying to make it in a very competitive industry and they're being told that you have to look a certain way in order to get the roles you want. And it's there is a stigma surrounding getting tweakments and things. And I think, especially for women who are getting tweakments, it's very much like, a, oh, well, yeah, if I come out and say it, then they get stigmatized for it. And then, you know, their their whole public image is tainted then. So I do understand why people don't come out and say it. I think if people were more open to it and be like, okay, we're accepting of the fact that you are expected to look, look a certain way and therefore you're having all these surgeries done and you're okay with telling us that, that's like, you know, an idealized situation. But at the same time, it's kind of like, well, what do you expect them to do? Because they're trying to compete in a really competitive market. So it's like, if they say they're having the surgery, they're going to get shat on. If they're not having the surgery, they're going to get shat on because they're not, classically attractive so it's like where's the line like where am i supposed what, what are they supposed to do other than not do the career they want to do that's a good point honestly that makes it difficult right because now you're at the position do yeah. i tell people and get shit on do i not tell people or get shit on there's no winning yeah so what do you do there's no winning so people are going to get pissed at you either way so might as well just not say anything which which is what mostly happens people don't say anything they don't say they're not natural they don't say they're natural they'll just leave it up in the open, which I understand why they want to do that because they don't want to confirm one thing or the other and get like all this heat. But I think then, I guess it goes back to the education point, right? As a, somebody who's watching these people, just understand what's real and what's not. And it's not that hard. Yeah. It's somebody who's a fucking six foot four, 300 pounds, pure muscle, like 7% body fat and natural. Fuck no, like come on, there's no way especially especially when they felt it in like three months i think there was like a thing where um 
what's his name the the guy who plays thor chris uh chris hemsworth he'd like lost a load of weight to do a movie like a ton of weight like he lost like 40 pounds of muscle or something and then he had to like put it all back on to be thor and it was like within six months that he did that and it was just like come on mate that was not natural there's no way you yeah. could have done that it's like the rock rock's 50 years old he's never made a statement one way or the other that he's natural or unnatural but he's 50 something years old and he's in the best shape of his life fuck off mm. Like, fuck the fuck off. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I do love The Rock. Like, I can't, I can't even pretend like I don't. <laughs> which is fine. Like, which is fine. Which is fine. Like, The Rock is cool. He's a great guy. There's nothing wrong with him. But, like, anybody who's pretending he's yeah. natural and, like, perpetuating <laughs> yeah, they that are myth, the problem. you're a problem. Because now you're, you're, you're the one spreading that thing. And which is what happens most. Like, it's almost never these celebrities or big guys who are saying, I'm natural, don't say anything. Unless you're, like, the liver king. It's always they're like fans, you know. Their fans are defending. Rock is a hundred percent natural. Of course not. Come on, you guys are just being lazy. Like w- Rock's never made a statement. Why are all the fans so up in heat about? But again, this? it's because it of does the not stigma. Make sense to me. That is what it is, and they want to defend their, their you know, their stand. So like that's why they're getting so heated about it. But who cares one way or the other? Who cares? Who cares one way or the? Okay, he decided to take you. He started uh, decided to use steroids to look bigger for his roles. As his personal choice, I personally wouldn't do it, but I'm not going to like say it's wrong or immoral. He he made a decision and it obviously worked out yeah. for him. Good for him. Like who cares one way or the other, honestly. Yeah, and I I genuinely think that like it's not everyday people. I mean, you know, you do get people, especially like younger people, but it's because social inclusion needs are very high when you're younger. Like your social inclusion needs, like as you get older, you don't care as much, but when you're a kid, like social inclusion is in your primordial brain, that's like linked to survival. If you get shunned by the tribe and you can't fend for yourself because you're a child, like that's that's a huge issue. So that is why kids have such a huge social inclusion need. Whereas like adults are like, well, I can survive by myself. So fuck you, I'll go and find another tribe. Like they don't care. Well, I mean, they do uh, to a degree. Like there's certain people who are, I guess, kind of emotionally immature who like really, really care how they look or like really, really care about their social inclusion. But like, as you get older in general, you care a lot less. Um, but anyway, sorry, going back to my point, I think a lot of the problem is it's cosmetics companies. Like, they've never had more sway in the world. I mean, that's part of the reason why all of the, you know, celebrities are expected to look a certain way, because they want them to look unattainable. That is the whole point, because they want to tell us that our bodies are unacceptable and ugly, so they can sell us shit. So of course they're going to make it seem like it's a problem. Like literally nobody cared about hip dips until the Kardashians came in with their like freaking BBLs, got rid of the hip dips. And then they were like, suddenly like people were looking at it on Instagram and then like tweaking it using filters to make it look like they don't have hip dips. And now like a thing that is completely natural that like probably 99% of people have because it's just the anatomy of the body is now considered like a flaw, even though before it wasn't. And, you know, and there's people trying to give people, like, exercises to fix the hip dips, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, but Kim Kardashian's hip dips didn't go away because she exercised. It's because she had a BBL. Like, do you know what I mean? So it's like, it's that. It's them pushing these yeah. beauty standards because they're trying to sell you crap. That's why beauty standards change all the time, because they're trying to sell you crap. So once people get wise to the fact that, oh, actually, you can't fix this flaw because it's not a flaw. It's just how the body looks. They're like, oh, okay, we'll move to something else. So, or it's like, oh, you know, this thing that you think is cool to wear right now, um, we've decided it's not and it's really lame and you shouldn't wear it anymore. So, like, now you have to wear this because we want to sell you more crap. Like, that is the whole game. They're just trying to get repeat business. Like, that's, that's all it is. And then people are, like, getting brainwashed by this. 
and they're being hostile to each other because they're being told by, I don't know, Marie Claire or whoever, who is trying to sell you a cosmetic, that you have a flaw that doesn't exist. I think it's shifting a bit, though. There's a lot more social inclusion now. We're like, there's bigger people, less mm. people who fit the typical beauty standard. And there's a, this push to be inclusive, which, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess that's a good thing. Sometimes they stereotype and like token people like, oh, look at this uh, plus size woman or something like that. But I think that's eventually going to change as people get more educated and people get older. Yeah. Right? I think the people who are like younger now, who grew up with technology, they're going to start shifting that because they're like pushing all these things like, no, this is fake. This is obviously fake. This is obviously fake. The teenagers, they probably won't know until they're like mid to late 20s. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that uh, Heather Widow says in her book and like the article basically is that one of the main issues she sees with um, this almost like moralization of beauty is the fact that um, due to like globalization and things, the, the, um, the ideal of beauty, which used to be different across different countries is actually like shifting into like one homogenous blob, which is obviously like tends to be like a Eurocentric idea of beauty which is like meaning that all the different countries that had certain ideals of beauty is like now becoming one global ideal and obviously that's not great because if you're um pushing a beauty standard towards a certain ethnic ethnic group basically it really is it very exclusionary for anybody who is obviously not able to attain that without like literally changing everything about themselves that is like pretty difficult like in like even down to like their bone structure it's like expecting them to change in order to be like considered acceptable so like what do you think of that that's been happening that's been happening since forever because like if yeah my parents are from pakistan i grew up when like when i was six years old before uh tiktok before facebook before anything before phones before social media right we had this cream called fair and lovely which was literally like hey yeah. you put this on your face to go become fair and lovely so you're less dark skin and look more like white people. And there's this prejudice in India, in Pakistan, where like, and the Middle East, the lighter skin you are, the better you are. Where that myth perpetuates from, Europe took us over, you know, they kind of spread that, whatever. It dates back to that. But even before that, lighter skin people were better. So they always had that class system. In China now, people want to look more white. They're getting rid of their like eyelids because they want to have like bigger eyes, you know? So that's, that's been happening. Should it be happening? I mean, I don't know. It's like people want to look more white. Like, what What the fuck? I don't know what to do with that. If you want to look more white, look more white. But, like, just be happy with who you are. I think that's the message people should send. But, like, if somebody wants to look yeah. more white, is that really... Should we do anything about that? Like, that's their this choice, right? Well, I don't know. It's, it's a really tough one because, like... You know, what's difficult is, like, it's okay to look more white. But when a white person tries to look more black, like the Kardashian, then it's yeah. a huge... You're, yeah. you're appropriating culture. That, that is a big... But the reverse is fine. That is a big thing, because, like, I mean, I, I'm probably going to get crucified for this, but I, I genuinely don't think that cultural appropriation is a thing. Like, I just think that's crap. Because as a white person... I don't get it. My culture is for everyone, apparently. But if somebody has, like, fake tan or something, it's like, oh, you're appropriating my culture. And it's like, what? But you're wearing jeans. Like, that's a, that's a Western thing. So, like, why are you allowed to wear jeans? But, like... I don't know, somebody can't wear a freaking bandana. Like, it's just stupid. Like, I just think, and it's like, not only that, but it's like mainstreaming the culture. So it's like, you're saying that your culture is being like, you know, ignored and it's not being praised. But then the second it starts getting 
attention it starts getting praise and it starts getting you know people mimicking it because they think it's beautiful suddenly it's a problem so it's like you can't say that things in your culture aren't mainstream but then complain when they're becoming mainstream it just doesn't make any sense to me i don't get it either it's like, it's like the hip-hop thing do you have to be black to produce hip-hop music because eminem was one of the best and he's white and like hip hop has taken over the world. Mm. Like if you go to Pakistan and India, there's this huge hip hop scene now of like these underground artists and like they have millions of followers. They have millions of followers on Spotify. They're huge. And they're producing hip hop. Are they appropriating black culture? Like is a brown person capable of appropriating black culture? Or is that only exclusive to the Kardashians? I don't get it. Uh, so like yeah. <laughs> the, the whole beauty standard thing, like. I just don't get it. What is the beauty standard? Like, what is the ideal beauty? Isn't it just subjective? Yeah. Eyes of the beholder type thing? It is in the eyes of the beholder. I mean, like, I think, obviously, like, the thing with, um, you know, a lot of Asian countries and things with the whole kind of pursuit of whiteness, I think, to a degree, that is, like, the Eurocentric beauty standard. But also, we obviously had that as a beauty standard back in the day. Um, you know, it was, it was very um, popular, you know, for an upper-class lady to be white as porcelain like literally you could see through them they were so white you know they put lead on their faces to make themselves look as white as possible and you know have blonde hair light eyes light light facial hair everything like that because it was a sign that you were wealthy because you weren't out in the fields all day working and getting a suntan like yeah. that was the reason it wasn't really like a we like you because you're white it's a we like you because you look rich like and that's kind of always been the beauty standard it's the class-based thing it's the same thing in india the, the lighter you were typically yeah. the higher caste you were in, in in actually china for a long time the fatter you were the better you were and it was yeah. a higher beauty standard because it felt like you were more wealthy so people looked for that but yeah. lately that's obviously shifted. And now it's the opposite. It obviously shifted <laughs> Yeah. But it used to be the bigger you are. The, the, but that was the same here. Yeah, it was the same almost everywhere. The bigger you are, the better you look. It's like, oh, you're strong, you're healthy, yeah. you're rich, and you get to eat more. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, obviously, um, now, the standard for, the for like, West, because, obviously, to me, it's kind of funny. Like, obviously, it's not funny, but, like, for me, it's, like, just ironic funny, I guess. Because, for me, the beauty standard in my country has always been you need to be tanned, you need to be skinny, you need to look like you've been on holiday. Like, you know, big tits, white teeth on skin like so and I've never been that I'm pale as anything um and I've had people call me a milk bottle like my dad calls me a milk bottle all the time because <laughs> I'm not, you know I don't like the sun and I'm very very pale um you know so it's like it's funny to me that other people would want to make themselves more pale because I've always been like made fun of because I'm so pale so I just find that funny because like obviously here but the, the whole thing is like oh you're wealthy enough to be skinny you're you know wealthy enough that you've been on holiday and you've got a lovely tan like that's kind of like the markers of wealth now and that's why you know beauty standards are kind of shifting towards um being like tanned here or like you know I would say maybe like more African um yeah urban you know things of beauty so it's like yeah yeah it's like having you know the big bum big boobs being fit and muscular you know having big lips big eyes beautiful big hair like that is you know very african um kind of beauty markers and like that is that is really becoming really popular in the west you know you see ariana grande she looks like she's a mixed race person because of how much she faked hands um you know and people were complaining the fact that she got all this like um you know facial surgery and now she looks like a bit asian basically so it's like you know she clearly thinks that's beautiful and that's now becoming the more ideal of beauty basically to be kind of almost a bit like i guess racially ambiguous in the west like i don't know i don't know if it's like 
I don't know if that's what's happening or like whether that's kind of my perception of what's happening, but that's kind of how it feels. For me, it's like, okay, who made these beauty standards? There's not like a guy in a room like, oh, I want people to look more African this year. It's, it's not a thing. Yeah. Who makes these beauty standards? It's literally the people watching them. And if Ariana Grande gets more likes, if she has bigger lips, she's probably going to get bigger lips, right? That's just what is going to happen. Yeah, to be fair, I think a lot of this, um, the shift in the the Eurocentric beauty model, I guess, in the West has been the fact that obviously on telly back in the day, it was pretty much always white people, wasn't it? It was like, I know in the 70s, there was like a bit of a resurgence of like black media and stuff like that. And then in the 80s, it kind of went back to being like very male, very white. Well, the, seven, but, the 70s had the black exploitation films that like popularized yeah. that. That's the thing, but it's because they had like, I think it's because obviously they had the civil rights movement in the 60s. And so the 70s was kind of like a, a swing back and then in the 80s it kind of swung back again um but anyway i think the thing is we're getting so many more people like diverse people in in hollywood you're getting all these like you know you're getting beyonce who's massive you're getting like Nicki minaj you're getting um you know like megan the stallion you're getting uh you know beautiful cardi women like Gemma chan all these stuff cardi b yeah you're getting all these like more diverse women who are in the zeitgeist and so people are getting more used to that because i mean i mean i remember somebody saying about how um I think it's Eliza Schlesinger. I know I'm always like coming back to Eliza Schlesinger, but like she was saying how the fact that like before it was considered beautiful for women to be so thin with no ass, no legs, like nothing. It was just like thin, like you could fall down a drain. And then <laughs> she says that JLo came out with like a backside, like a brontosaurus. And then all of a sudden, like everybody wanted to have a booty and thighs. And like, it's true. Like she came on the block. She's, you know, this gorgeous Latina woman. And suddenly that's like, oh, that's really attractive. That's look like her. So I think that's that's kind of what's shifted it in the West. It's more more representation of people who are, um, you know, more non-white basically, um, which has kind of made people go, oh, okay, I, I look like that. That's great. I'm allowed to look like that now because they look like that and they're famous and they're doing really well. So it means that's okay for me, which is great. I love that. But like at the end of the day, who gives a fuck, right? Like, okay, so somebody current that the current trend is to look more urban. Maybe in five years it'll be to be thin and skinny again. Maybe in a few years after that it'll be a difference. Yeah. Like I don't know. So like, what do you do with that information? At the end of the day, like I'm watching these people. I don't know what to do with that. Like, do you blame people for being a certain way? Like, I don't think you should blame them. It's again. I think it's just a, it's a it's no a personal thing for everybody. Do you think that's beautiful? If it is. For whatever reason, maybe it's because it's popular and you just want to be popular. Go for it. If you don't think that's beautiful and you want to just be something else, be something else. Who cares? And I think that's what society is pushing towards with the inclusive stuff. I think corporations are kind of taking advantage of it and kind of like putting everything in everywhere. Oh, 100%. You know, like every movie has to have a black person, brown person, Asian person, and somebody gay and somebody transgender. Every movie has to have that. And I'm like okay, fine, and they're taking advantage of it. But that's where it's pushing towards, which is a good thing, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, having a more diverse um, everything is good. Um, you know, we want to have a diverse beauty culture. We want to have a diverse, you know, film culture, life, social culture. Like, everything needs to be much more diverse because there's so many amazing things in so many different cultures and so many different types of people. And everybody deserves a seat at the table. Like, absolutely agree with that 100%. Um, I think a lot of it as well is that we socialize people in a certain way. Like, I mean, I, a lot of girls, I mean, I know this is hopefully changing now, but like a lot of girls, the, the only real compliment they get growing up is like, oh, you're so pretty, don't you look pretty? You're such a pretty little girl. 
Um, whereas like the language used towards boys a lot is like, oh, you know, you're so smart, you're so brave, you're doing X, Y, Z. And like, so that's why men generally grow up with more of a sense of like, oh, I can do whatever I want in the world. Whereas girls, because they've only been valued for like how pretty they are, they kind of grow up in the world and they're like, oh, but I don't have anything else. So if I'm not pretty, then I'm nothing sort of thing, which is ridiculous. But I think we, we need to be not using that as like a, a praise thing for kids. I think that would help a lot if people weren't always praising kids for being pretty um, or handsome. Like, I mean, I, you can tell a kid they're good looking, but I think, you know, I think a lot of the reason that people do that is because it's the first thing you see. Like- It's, it's just natural. You don't, even, you don't have to put it's any natural. effort into thinking somebody's attractive. Yeah. Like you can see something, like you don't have to think about it. You go, oh, that person's pleasant to look at. And it's just instant. Whereas like, you actually have to really like watch somebody and like put a lot of like, interest into who they are as a person in order to like make other qualitative assumptions yeah um you know assumptions about them so it's like it's we have to be more you know cognizant of the messaging we're giving to children but also the messaging we're putting out into the world so like you know people are saying oh you know people who are pretty are getting favored and they you know the halo effect and like they they're getting better jobs and stuff but it's like but it's not the pretty person doing that is it they're not it could be two things it's everybody else well that's you're the one you're the one being biased towards them you're the one you know like positively discriminating them that's not their fault it's your fault so you need to look at your own bias and be like huh am i being nicer to this person because they're good looking or are they actually good like we just need to be a lot more like aware of our own behaviors but also i think a little bit could be the fact that because people generally are a bit nicer to people who are attractive they're probably just more confident because like people will talk about the, the the gender wage gap it's the fact that it's partially because people don't value women as much in the workplace and so when a woman's like i think i should be paid a bit more they're like fuck off but it's also because men are more comfortable advocating for themselves like that is part of it and they will negotiate harder to get something whereas women won't if you say to like most women like i don't think that's what you deserve they'll be like, oh, okay, I guess. But like a man will be like, well, fuck you then, I'm out. And they'll leave. So, you know, it's kind of Love like, it's it. a mix. Amazing men. Yeah, but I mean, like a lot of them don't deserve it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but anyway, sorry. And, uh, but that's the thing. If you're, if you're like a confident person because like everyone's always nice to you and always get what you want, then you are going to be, find it easier to advocate for yourself because you're not going to walk into a job and be like, oh my God, this is my only chance. I have to take exactly what they give me. You'll walk in and be like, well, I can take or leave this job because I've got six other people trying to give me a job. So whatever, give me what I want or I'm out. So it's like, I think that kind of is a little bit of it. It's like bias on the part of the people giving the job or the raise or, you know, the, extra cup of coffee or whatever it is that they're getting over anyone else but it's also part of the fact that the person who is good looking probably thinks they deserve it more and so like you're more willing to give something to somebody who thinks they deserve it in a calm sort of way not in the people who are like i deserve it so give it to me you're going to tell that person to go away but like if you're like a very your your energy is very much like i deserve this then people just give you stuff like that's just how social dynamics work yeah that, i mean that's true P people discriminate for that reason positively but beyond that, I think a lot of guys, like a lot of people are nice to pretty people because they want to sleep with them. <laughs> like, honestly, it's just... Exactly, 100%. It's just, think, it's just 100%. sexual, like it's just primitive. Because honestly, like, if uh, if you have like, I'll speak anecdotally. If I'm hanging out with some guys and we have a waitress and she's not the most attractive, we're gonna, the, guy, the other guys are going to be like, oh, whatever. They'll just talk to her normally and tip her normally. But if she's pretty, everybody's like, oh my God, did you see that waitress? Better give her a nice tip. Try to give her some nice compliments. So maybe, or maybe she like, and it's just it's like a whole different thing, for no reason, and that's why the pretty girls get better tips because the guys want to sleep with her. 
And that's just what it is. Well, it's not, it's, it's the mating dance, isn't it? It's like exactly what you're saying. It's the mating dance. It's like you'll, you'll give preferential treatment to somebody that you want. Like, you know, it's like your girlfriend or something. You're going to treat her preferentially to somebody else because she's, it's part of the mating dance. She's like, giving it to you until so you give it off. to her. Like, you don't, yeah. If you don't treat her well, she's, well, I mean, in like, hopefully you'd think if you're not treating her well, she'd be off. Whereas if you were treating another girl the exact same way as you're treating your girlfriend, she's going to kick your ass because that's not how you treat somebody. And then like, that's why like, if you're, if you're in a relationship, girls get mad when the guys talk to a different girl. Cause they're like, why the fuck are you being so nice to her? Cause you're obviously you're being nice to her because of she's pretty and you want to do something. That's the only reason you're being nice. Cause you wouldn't be nice to somebody who's not like that. Right. So there is a preference yeah. if you're, if you're pretty. You're just gonna have it easier, it, but like it's not your fault. Yeah, it is easier, yeah. and it's just primal, and it's the same for guys. If there's a nice guy and he looks good, he can be a douchebag to women, and the women will fall over him. But if there's a nice guy and he's like kind of ugly, and he he can, he has to be perfect, otherwise, like oh, you're not that good looking, you know? It's just a thing. You you say that, but if a man is not that great looking, I mean, like, obviously if he's like, looks like the back of a car, then like, no, but if he's like, okay, or average, or like, kind of ugly, but he's super charming, like, he can get over it, because like, there's a guy I remember from uni, and he was like, a real short guy. But that's the point I'm making. You have, if you're average, you have to be extra, extra charming, but if you're good looking, you can be dim-witted and fine. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, yeah, but see, that only works for a certain amount of time, because like, even if someone's really hot, if they're really boring, I'm like, oh my god, go away. But you'll still sleep with it. <laughs> but the, like, you'll. St- I would not like. I'm. I think that's a man thing because men don't care if women are interesting. But I like women are cerebrally stimulated. Like, I couldn't. I couldn't date a guy who was really, really boring or really annoying. No, like, not date. Just like one night stands. Yeah, but like, I, th- those guys that, will. Get- I'm not really a one night stand person, so that's not really gonna work for me. <laughs> But, like, I couldn't date somebody who I thought was stupid. Like, that would just bug me. But, like, typically, like, maybe you're not representative. But I'll generally speak, generally speaking, a lot of women would just, boom. Same with guys. If they see a pretty girl, she shows even yeah. the remotest interest. He'll, like, ignore all her defects. And boom. And it's just, it's just a thing. And I don't know what to do about it. It's, like, sometimes you have information about the world in your head. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this is the way the world works. And you can't do anything about it. And this is one of those things. Pretty people get advantages and they will always get that. And there is nothing we can do. The thing is, it's well, it's like a bias that's difficult to even manage because supposedly when you're in like lust, when you're like first meet somebody and like you're attracted to them and that lust kicks in, it really does actually like piece out your like conscious brain. And so you like, you find it difficult to make, like it's why you have people getting married after four months because they're so in love. But it's like, no rational person would do that. Like, it's just, it's the the animal brain that wants you to just, like, reproduce. And so it makes you, like, obsessed with somebody. And so, like, how do you, how do you fight that? You can't. Like, it's hard. In other words, you're just fucking horny, man. You're just really horny. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it is. Yeah. But, like, I don't know what to tell people. Like, when people get mad, oh, you're pretty, you get advantages. Yeah. What, like, you're the one giving them advantages. When they walk into the bar, yeah. all everybody's like, oh. She's super nice. Let's be nice yeah. to her. You never know. What do you want people to do about that? Stop being nice to pretty people? Yeah. Because they don't, like, I just yeah. don't know what people want well, to do with it. is, as well, like, I actually call a bit of, like, bullshit on the fact that, like, pretty people get treated amazingly because, or, like, they, you know, people assume they're lovely because, like, if you look at, like, movies, like, 
things like Mean Girls or like Heathers or, you know, Jawbreaker or something like that. Or, you know, a lot of teen movies where it's like, you know, kind of from like the nerds perspective, all of the popular people are always like treated as being like really mean, really cruel, stupid. Like they've only, you know, they've got rocks in their head and they can't do anything but kick a football, like that kind of thing. So like, it's not always like assumed that good looking people or popular people are like, good people like look at regina george she's like literally a monster but everyone loves her those are also bad stereotypes those are also they are bad stereotypes, stereotypes but they're like not it's not showing that all beauty is considered good like i had a girl at my last job who was gorgeous she was so pretty and before people got to know her they always like oh is she a bit of a mean girl like they just assumed she was a mean girl and it's like <laughs> you don't even know her and you're just assuming automatically that she's like a horrible person just because she's pretty sometimes yeah sometimes you see yeah. somebody who's but that that's just because perception lately has been like fuck pretty yeah. people they're just assholes which isn't true yeah. most pretty people are typically very nice most people in, in general are pretty nice it's when it gets to their head that they're kind of shitty but again it's information i don't know what to do with because sammy you'll be do you engage in that as well try to like i generally read people by their vibe like so i don't really look at like i mean if someone's attractive i'm like oh, like you know I, I will think they're good looking but like i i'm a very um yeah i'm much more about like the aura of someone so like if somebody's good looking but they make me feel really on edge then i don't really like them like i can't explain it but i don't know for me it's like i don't know i've noticed myself if it's a girl who's pretty and i'm like why am i being extra nice like i'll, I'll have consciousness like I'm being fucking dumbass <laughs> right now, but I'll do it anyway, you know? Yeah. I'm like, why? Why? Because yeah. sometimes I'm like, this girl's super dim-witted. Why am I being super nice to her? It's just, God, but damn, she's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> See, I I put up with people, like, I've, I've put up with a lot of guys who are, like, gorgeous, but they're, like, they don't treat me very well. So you did it too. Um, and I've put up with it for, like, no, no, but what I'm saying is, like, I put up for, for longer than I think I should but in a lot of cases those guys they started off really charming and really nice and then they started being assholes so then but then by then you're kind of in it and you're like oh and then you're trying to get them to be like they were initially and they never are because they're just pieces of shit and they don't care about you but if it's like uh, I'm first meeting this person and I get a bad vibe off them it doesn't matter how good they like how attractive they are I will instantly like nope I don't want you anywhere near me but again that might just be me because I'm very much about like vibrations of people and like if I think somebody's like a wrong and I'm like nah you don't, I don't care how good looking you are. <laughs> here's, here's a question that I think will, will make most people be like, uh, I don't know. Let's say you have two guys, right? Mm -hmm. Equally intelligent, equally smart, equally charming, equally nice, same amount of money, like basically the same identical person. One's ugly, one's pretty. Who do you go with? Well, the pretty one, obviously, but like... So there you go. That's Yeah, but yeah, but thing is, that's not really a fair comparison, is it? Because like, if they're exactly the same person, but one's good looking, of course you're going to go for the good looking one. Like, that's not even a question, is it? But if one's like, if they're both exactly the same person, but one's horrible, one's really nice, but one's ugly and one's not like good looking, like that would be fairer because then you're like, well, I'm not going to go out with someone who's nasty, am I? But if, you're, if you've got two people who are exactly but the how same... How is that fair? Because it's just... It's just I'm isolating that one, I'm literally isolating that one attribute and saying, if that's the only differentiator, which would you pick? And you'd pick the more beautiful. Okay, so put me in a different, put it in a different scenario, right? Say you've got two carrots, they're exactly the same, they taste the same, same nutritional value, but one looks like it's been through a wood chipper and the other one looks perfect. Which one are you going to choose? If I had to like do... You're going to put it in a stew, if you're going to put, you know... Pretty one. Exactly. It's just, you're looking like... In our brain, we're looking for 
markers of like breedability essentially so like why would i go for somebody who my brain thinks isn't breedable or as breedable or as worthwhile as a breeder than i would for somebody else like it's no just... i'm not disagreeing with you i'm not disagreeing i'm just saying that's the point like you it is an attribute and it is a quality yeah. and people do favor one side of it more than the others whether or not they should doesn't matter people do mm. and like if i'm an employer right like i'm looking for a sales rep let's say i'm at a car dealership and i'm looking for a sales rep and one person's prettier and one person's not as pretty. Who do you think I'm going to hire? Well, probably the pretty one. Why? It's not just because they're pretty. It's because they'll probably get better sales. We well, say that, but not if they're on the phone. <laughs> not that's, if they're on the phone. Eh, but at a car dealership, it's all in-house. <laughs> yeah, I, that's Car true, dealerships yeah. in-house. Real estate brokers. Why do you think real estate brokers are always so pretty? Because the prettiest ones sell houses. <laughs> Pretty ones sell it. Yeah, that that reminds me of um a job I had, right? Because I, I used to be an office manager. And so, like, obviously, I was a little bit involved with, like, HR and, like, hiring and stuff. And we were looking for somebody to be, like, my second, basically. Because um the lady who was doing that went on maternity leave. And so we were bringing someone in to, like, fill that role. And I remember my boss showing me, like, CVs. And he was, he was an absolute end this guy and he would like look people up on LinkedIn and there was this one lady who had a really 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 good CV looked her up on LinkedIn saw that she was a bit dowdy and like not very pretty and he was like oh I don't think we should hire her and I was like why and he was like oh she's not very good looking and I was like what the fuck does that have to do with anything like look at her CV she's got so much experience like what the fuck it made me so angry because I was like I literally cannot believe that you're basing this on the fact that you don't think she's attractive like you are a complete idiot so he'd rather bring in an idiot who can't do the job because she's good looking. It's just, that made me, oh, so ridiculous. Well, some jobs don't need it, but some jobs you do need it. You're a model. Yeah, but this job didn't need Come it. On. This job didn't need it. Literally, she's yeah, some jobs don't need it. Then he's just being a dick, but like yeah. if, if the job needs it, but he... then obviously, or like, because there's more jobs than you think yeah. that need it. Like being a CEO or something and you're prettier, mm. yeah, that's advantageous. Yeah, do you know what? It was, um, I can't remember what it was, but I think it was something on LinkedIn the other day that was talking about um, women professionals are much more successful if they're thin. Like thinness is a, um, is like basically the best trait you can have other than like being good at your job basically. But thinness is so important for female executives. Like if you're not thin, basically you'll just get poo-pooed and like pushed away and like you won't get anywhere near as the success which i'd never thought of before but like i can see it because when you see all these like you know um billionaire ceos like bad bitch women they're always stick thin and i'm like how is it always these stick thin women that do it but i think it's probably because like they've realized that they have to be thin to be successful it's because you're in a boys club right yeah. and in the boys club and you're pretty they're going to be nicer to you yeah. and give you the better deals versus if you're not so pretty and maybe a bit heavier, they're gonna be like, yeah, we could probably like fuck her, whatever. But if you're pretty, they're like, uh, she's nice, let's give her the better deal. Yeah. It's just, it's stupid, but it is what it is. Again. And as a, and as a woman, should you not take advantage of that? Oh, absolutely. You should take advantage of every advantage you can get. Like, you know, it's. So there you go. Yeah. But again, it's this is about us addressing our own bias because again. It's this cultural thing of people going, oh, this is a bad thing, but I don't want to look at my behavior, so I'm going to blame you because you're pretty and therefore you're the problem. It's like, no. You can't blame you pretty people. You need to look at yeah. your own biases. You need to think about, am I being a dick here by giving this person preferential treatment because I want to have sex with them? 
or are they actually the best candidate? Like, it's this whole thing of like, oh, you know, because um, I interviewed this lady uh, who's an HR person for like a big company and she was talking about how she does blind hiring. Like she does completely redacted CVs. Um, the first interview, like obviously you can hear people's voice, but like the first interview, no camera, nothing. Um, just to like get a feel for the person and then after that then they'll have like a non-blind study basically but you know that doesn't work for every industry that doesn't though. work for every industry and like you say like if you're a model the expectation is that you're good looking like it's just part and parcel with but the that's job. not it's not even those typical salespeople, yeah waitresses hostesses people in like any client facing jobs it is an advantage yeah. and if i'm an employer and I'm like, oh, do I want to hire the pretty person or the not so pretty person? Who's going to do a better job? Yeah. Like, it is an attribute that makes a difference. Yeah. So I'm going to look at the pretty person and be like, they'll do the job better. I'm sorry, but it is what it is. The thing is, though, as well, as much as that is true, and as much as, like, most respects people who are pretty do get preferential treatment, but I do also think there is a lot of situations where being pretty is a drawback. Like, you know... Um, like a lot of the time people do assume that people who are attractive like conventionally attractive or like i guess there's like a critical mass of attractiveness like when you get to a certain point of attractiveness people just assume you're stupid like um because i, I, I can't remember yeah. what bond movie it is but there's one when uh, denise richards is like a scientist and everybody was scoffing at it because they were like oh she's too pretty like there's no way she'd be a scientist like fuck off basically and it's like but why i'm sure there are scientists who look like her or who are pretty so it's just like the assumption that oh she goes into a STEM career that's like not that's completely bullshit like oh no no scientists are all ugly it's, <laughs> it's something that you have to be when you're when they're in college they, they if you're pretty they'll make sure you're not by the end of it. <laughs> it is a thing yeah but it's probably because again they don't take you seriously and it's probably a case of like I mean I'm sure there are beautiful men and women who are scientists but like you say like it does probably get knocked out of you because I bet you a lot of the time they don't get taken seriously. And so they're like, okay, well, I'll make myself look more plain and then maybe they'll take me no, more seriously. No, there is. The blonde bimbo. Yeah. The blonde bimbo stereotype. So if you want to be, if you want to be a scientist, because I bet, you know, you know, people talk about like, um, you know, representation and how like, oh, I don't know if I can be the president because I've never seen a lady be the president or whatever. But like, I think it kind of goes in reverse as well for a STEM person. If you're like a traditionally good looking person, like you might be really smart, but like you're traditionally good looking. And so you're like, oh, I don't know if I should go into STEM. And everyone's like, oh, why would you want to be a scientist? Go be a model or something. And it's like, it's the same thing. It's that it's that bias towards them because they're attractive. And you're saying you can't be the job you want to be because you're attractive and we don't see you in that career. It's like, it's the same thing. Like there are things that attractive people don't get to do or get you know made fun of for doing because they're attractive it's like the whole legally blonde thing where she wants to go to harvard and they're like but you're pretty like don't bother go and be a model but we're all we all we all have that bias i think because i have that bias like when somebody's super pretty turns out to be super smart and i'm like i always feel surprised for some reason i'm like wow that's weird whenever somebody's like not so pretty and they're super smart i'm like oh that makes sense i don't know why but it's a bias and like i recognize it but i mean it it still happens every time you know Because if it's someone who's super pretty and they're super smart, I'm like, oh, I didn't expect that. Why didn't I expect that? Yeah. Like, what should I expect when I right, meet? Right, exactly. Like, what should I expect? Should I expect nothing when I meet somebody? But you have to, like, when you, when you look at somebody for the first time, as a person, you have to make assumptions about who they are. If you live in a sense, like, whether it's because you want to avoid them because they're dangerous or something, you have to make those assumptions. And, like, you just have to be educated about what those assumptions are and, like, if they're correct. Because, like, 40 years ago, the assumption was if you're black, you're a criminal. Obviously, that's the incorrect assumption. But the assumption isn't if you're black, you're never going to be a criminal either. It's if you're black, you're black. That's it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah exactly. Because um, there, there's a lot of stuff, right? Like, where you see is like, 
oh, this black person committed this crime. Oh, that's racially motivated. You're just saying that because he's black. I'm like, no, it's because he committed a crime. It's not anything to do with him being black. It's mm-hmm. just he committed a crime, right? Like, what does that have to do with anything? But then if, yeah. like, wh- then if you say a white person committed this crime, you're not attacking him because he's white. Like, it do- nothing makes sense. Like, you, wh- mm-hmm. what? The- I don't know. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, people are using, um, I don't know, like, I guess bias in order to make assumptions about people and so I think I mean like I can understand why people get upset about that because it's like if you've always had an assumption made about you where you're coming up because I mean I think a lot of people of color especially um black people like they do have a fear of like authority or like being arrested for being black or like just walking while black and getting arrested for it like I think that is a fear and like whether or not it's represented by statistics that is a, a lot of people are socialized to believe that and so they're gonna fight back about it because no i get that you know they're trying to like yeah but people take advantage of it too. To, it's just trying to push against it but people take advantage yeah people do take advantage of it they'll say people do take people people manipulate anything they can possibly manipulate and like that's just how people are like if you're a shitty unscrupulous person and you know that something about you is going to get you off the hook for something you're going to do that aren't you like they, you don't care if that's making you know other people who look like you or act like you look bad you just want to get the upper hand in the situation like that's all it is back to the beauty thing like is it immoral to use that as an advantage if you have it i don't think a lot of these people are i mean like i know a lot of people do think they're hot and they do use it to their advantage but i think a lot of the time people don't even realize that because when you talk to people who are very good looking a lot of the time they don't realize that ugly people uglier people aren't treated nice like they have no idea, like that other people aren't treated exactly the same as them. But how would they know? So unless they like. Well, exactly. How would they know? But also, um, I think, I don't know. I feel bad for like attractive people sometimes as well because I'm like, you know, that whole thing with like, oh, I was weird in in school, and that's why I've got like a really good personality as an adult because I had to because otherwise no one would talk to me. <laughs> I find that really funny because I'm like, I feel bad for people who are like classically attractive because i feel like they don't get a chance to grow as people and like i know that it's like your choice if you grow but like a lot of the time you grow as a person because you're forced to because you know you have an adverse thing happen it's like you know um a lot of the time like really attractive guys end up being emotionally unavailable but it's because nobody's ever forced them to like actually fix that about themselves because well if you don't like the way i act i'll find another girl because like like literally they're lining up to date me so they never change and it's like they don't get that, like, unless they, like, have an adverse thing happen to them, they don't really get that opportunity for growth. And so it's, like, I think that's kind of maybe a little bit of why certain people have certain negative ideas about attractive people, because they've been treated badly by an attractive person. They're like, well, fuck all attractive people. They're all shitheads. But it's, like, they're not. But I think it's just a case of, like, they don't get as many opportunities for growth as other people. Because it's, like, the people who peak in high school. Because they were so, like, they had such a great time in high school because they, like, sailed through because they were good looking and they were good at sport or whatever you know, they go into the adult world and then they're like, oh my God, like, why does nobody think I'm cool anymore? And it's because like, they've never had to grow. They've never had to like develop their personalities because of it. I'm not saying that's true of all attractive people. I know there's so many attractive people who like do develop their personalities and they do care about personal growth and they do care about all this stuff. But I think there's a lot of people who don't. And then they get to the age of like, I don't know, they're 60, especially for women, if they've like sailed through life because they're really attractive and they get to like 60 and suddenly nobody cares about them and they like have a meltdown because they, they don't know how to move through life anymore because they've never developed any other skills other than being attractive and getting what they want because they're attractive. And then suddenly when the world like stops paying attention to you because you're considered past it, 
you're like what the fuck i think that's why a lot of like older women like have like melt like literally have like nervous breakdowns because they like can't cope with the idea that they're like not getting the things they got before what is like whereas if you're like it's always been shit for your whole life and you've always had to like try really hard to get stuff when you get to that age and it's kind of the same you don't care i guess but i don't feel bad i don't think we should feel bad because they're getting the advantages of it so like of yeah but only for so long but then they have to live with the consequences of it too. If the, if you get the advantages, you get the consequences. Does it even out? I don't fucking know. But it's different for each person. Yeah, but most people don't know they need to change unless like the culture makes them change. Like that's like it's like it's like going back to the hip dip things. Nobody thought that was a flaw until somebody said, "Oh, that's a flaw," and then everyone's like, "Shit, is, is that a flaw? Like what? What? What do we do?" Like until somebody's like, "Hey, your your attitude's a bit shit. Can you change?" People are like, "What I'm doing is fine." <laughs> like they don't know so it's like it's kind of almost up to us to be like you're an asshole can you change well i I have no qualms telling people you're an asshole as you know <laughs> as you know yeah, i'm in the same to it's to my detriment i can't not tell people they're an asshole if they're an asshole <laughs> and then i wonder why no one likes me it's like you know it's, a, it's an issue <laughs> no people i think as you age people like the people who are more blunt honestly yeah. And people who take control instead of the people who are just like, oh, okay, okay. Nobody likes the feeble little guy. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I appreciate bluntness. I really dislike when people soft soap me. Like, I would rather people just tell me how it is. Like, I really, if I find out someone soft soap me and then I find out they thought something different or they were like lying, I find it really difficult to trust them. And then I like lose a lot of respect for them. And I know that's like very extreme, but like, that's just how I feel. Like, I would rather you said, hey, I don't like it, what you did. And I'll be like, oh, shit, and they'll fix it. Like, I really don't like when people pretend like everything's fine and then, like, turns out they, like, hate you. And you're like... Why don't you just tell why me? Why don't you just say that I was annoying you? Yeah, why don't you just tell me I was annoying you? And then I would stop annoying you. But, like, you're treating me like shit now and it makes me not want to be friends with you because I annoyed you, but you didn't tell me I annoyed you. Like, anyway, we're getting so off the topic. But, like, anyway, the... be blunt with people. People who can't cope with it, they need to shut up. <laughs> I think the moral of the story is if you're pretty... There's nothing wrong with that. And if you judge somebody for being pretty, there's something wrong with that. Fuck you, people. Well, yeah, I mean, it's the same as anything, isn't it? It's like judging someone because they're a woman or because they're a black person or because they're in a wheelchair. Like, it is exactly the same. It's judging someone based on aesthetics or, like, you know, a, a, a particular characteristic. And that's something we're supposed to not be doing. And so it's, like, it's really upsetting to me that people are, like, trying to demonise being pretty because at the same end of the day there's always going to be a beauty standard like there's that is something you cannot get rid of there is always going to be a beauty standard there's always and no one decides no it. one decides it it's like well i mean i think to a degree people do but like but people isn't like a specific it, person or like industry or institution no there's nobody like nefariously doing it they're going oh this is selling let's push that a bit more but um there's always going to be people who meet the beauty standard like whether or not they're you know going to the gym every day or whether or not they're just born that way born that way um lucky sons there's of always bitches. gonna be people who beat who hit the the beauty standards and the thing is though suddenly that's gonna change because like t 20 years ago the beauty standard was looking like kate moss and being thin as anything and then as soon as kim kardashian came on the scene suddenly if you look like kate moss people were like you need to get some you need to eat a sandwich do you know what i mean so it's always going to change and it's like people who naturally look a certain way sometimes they're going to be in fashion and sometimes they're not and it's like you have to just be neutral about that you have to be like okay well i guess i'm not in fashion right now like and not take it so personally because it's like if somebody doesn't like you because you don't look a certain way then fuck them they're not your friend yeah just don't judge people one way or the other yeah but it's hard because you do and like you're gonna judge them but i think you just have to recognize that like okay just because they're pretty you shouldn't think that way one way or the other and just let it be yeah 
Just let it be. Let it be. Beatles, Beatles, you know, Beatles. And just push, push back. Beatles figured it out a long time ago. Let <laughs> it be. Kind of solves everything. Let it be. Exactly. Anyway. Yeah. I think that's where we... But I think we just all need to be more confident about pushing back on something. Like, if you know for a fact that you can't look like something, then you shouldn't try. Like, and you should be fine with that. Like, fuck everyone. <laughs> if you're a little obese... And you want to lose weight and try to look better. There's nothing wrong with that. No, no, no. I'm not, you that's should not, try. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying at all. It's more like a case of like, if you are short and you've got broad bone structure, well, yeah. you can't do anything about that. You shouldn't be thinking, oh, I have to look like Giselle Bündchen. It's like, no, you don't. Just accept what you look like because you're beautiful just as much as she is. Like, If you have control over it, take uh, try to change it if you want to move it toward a certain direction. If you don't have control over it, it is what it is. You might hate it. You might love it. Just learn to live with it. You know? You got to learn to love yourself or whatever it is. Yeah. Because short guys, they do have it harder. It's because women like tall guys. And that's never going to change. Yeah, but, you know, men also expect women to be, like, rail thin. So, you know. And never age. We're not allowed to age, even though literally we can't not age. It's, like, impossible. But we have to make sure we never age past 21. Otherwise, we are disgusting. So that's something we can't control. I'm not saying it's, like, a fight between genders or anything like that. I'm just saying, like, there's things that are in your control or not in your control. People are going to, like, like one thing or the other. You just got to, like, accept what you have and work with what you have. Well, yeah, just push back on it because it's like, it's cosmetic companies more than anything. Like, if you think you have a flaw, there is 99% chance that somebody's making money off that. So just tell them no. I'm not giving you my hard-earned Benjis for you to tell me that my body is unacceptable. How dare you? Just live and let live. <laughs> live and let live. Yeah. That's the... Live and let live. <laughs> closing thoughts is live and let live for me. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Beautiful people, it's not their fault. <laughs> so stop being mean. Stop. Leave Britney alone. <laughs> Leave Britney alone. <laughs> yeah, basically, I think, I mean, we didn't really touch on like, uh, like Instagram filters. So I'll, I'll just quickly touch on that. But I'm just going to say like, for me, I think stuff like Instagram filters probably is bad for people because like, I think the Instagram filters and the airbrushing thing, like that is something that we should be pointing out because obviously it's like trying to pretend that something's natural when it's not. Um, but at the same time, it's like, maybe just accept that if somebody's waist is the same width as their neck, it's probably not real. I mean, look, people are going to lie. They're never not going to lie. Yeah. So, again, that's not something you can control. You can't control the lies. You will never be able to control the lies. What can you control? How you interpret those lies. So just, mm. if somebody looks fake, odds are they are. They might not admit it. Yeah. Odds are they are. And... You just got to make a decision. Like, do you think they are? If you think they are, just say, fuck it. Okay, I, I don't accept this as real. I'm going to move on. It, it's like the liver king. It's the liver king. How many people thought he was natural? How many people defended him? Millions of people said. Do you know what? I am so, like, out of the loop with this liver king thing. Because I keep seeing stuff about it, but I, like, never really looked into it. So is that what it was? He just said that he ate liver and that's what made him that big. He said he was, like, natural, meaning he never took steroids and he was 100% yeah. natty. Like, that's what the bodybuilder people call it, like, natty. He didn't take any steroids or anything like that. But then Derek from More Plates, More Dates, he came in, he undiscovered his emails, and he basically had a $10,000 a month steroid habit. 10000 a month. What? So he was taking tests. He was taking tests, growth hormones, all these things, right, while claiming he's natural That's and wild. telling people, if you don't achieve my body type naturally, it's because you're lazy and stupid yeah. and it's your fault. 
So obviously oh that is wrong. But but the problem there for me was like everybody fucking knew he was unnatural. Everybody fucking knew. Everybody in the industry was screaming it like, yeah, bullshit. Like anybody incredible was saying bullshit, right? But his fans were so violently defending him to the point they were giving death threats to anybody who was saying he's not natural, right? It's so like, but then it got revealed he was unnatural. Silence. So seeing people defending him were like, well, this was obvious. Obviously, everybody knew this. Come on. like Yeah. Seriously? What I find so funny is, like, guys want to look like that guy. But as a woman, like, and I'm not going to speak for all women, but I just think he looks way too jacked. Like, it's not attractive. No, bodybuilding's for guys' eyes only. No yeah. girl cares about that. No girl wants yeah. to see, like, a 400-pound man. They don't. They they like well, I don't really I don't want to date a guy who can't even stick his arms behind his head because he's so jacked. Like... You know, because I remember this guy, <laughs> when I was, I did American Exchange when I was in um, sixth form, right? And there was one of the um, security guards at my, the person I was doing the switch with school, literally could not put his arms behind his head because he was so jacked. And I've never been able to stop thinking about it because I was like, how fucking useless is that? Like, you cannot operate and defend yourself. Like, how, like, if you can't, if you have no range of motion, how are you supposed to beat off a saber-toothed tiger? Like, that's just not, but it looks you know, cool. that's not a survivable trait. It just looks, it doesn't know it looks terrible. It looks so unattractive. Like, I don't understand why guys want to look like that. It looks bad. That's just, again, that's your opinion, man. That is my opinion. I don't like muscly guys. I don't think it looks good. But anyway, that's my personal opinion. So I'm not, I'm not going to yuck other people's yum. Some people like that. But the point, again, is if you're deliberately claiming you're 100% natural, natural yeah. <laughs> While you're 100% not, you're obviously spreading a lie, right? Yeah. So that's not okay. But if you leave yes. it ambiguous, I think that's okay because uh, yeah. you're going to get heat one way or the other. So just leaving it ambiguous is like, guys, just figure the fuck out. You're not going to believe me if I say I am. You're not going to believe me if I say I'm not, you know? Yeah. There's a bunch of people who say they're not natural that people are like, you say you're not natural, but you say you're taking this many steroids, but I can prove, I bet you're taking even more than that. It's like, you already admitted it, and you're still saying that's not enough. You're still not happy, yeah. Like, if The Rock came... <laughs> if, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger a few weeks ago came out and said, yeah, I took uh, steroids when I was, like, bodybuilding. And he he explained his cycle. And everybody's like, bullshit, he took more. There's no way he achieved that that young of an age. At that time in the world, when people didn't even know the science, he had to have taken more steroids. It's like... All right, he admitted it, and that's still not good enough for you. What the, the fuck? Is, though, that's not even true, because some people genetically are better at building muscle, so it could have been he was on, like, a lower amount of steroids, but still built the muscle, because he's genetically no, no, of know, course. better at building muscle. There, there's, there's a limit. Yeah. There's a limit for everybody. You can't put on more than a certain amount of weight a, month, yeah. a year after you've reached, like, after five years of bodybuilding, you're only going to put on five pounds, maybe ten pounds a year. If you put 20 pounds on in a year after like five ten years of like heavy consistent you're fucking unnatural because it's impossible it's put, biologically impossible you've reached your limit 20 pounds on in like three months if you're one of those bloody marvel dudes <laughs> yes yeah, oh, it's, it's impossible, possible, it's impossible. Yeah. but anyway we've been i mean it is it, it is impo- it is possible to put 20 pounds on but it's mostly fat but no i mean like a pure muscle that's what i'm saying body like pure fat, muscle. yeah seven percent body fat you put on 20 pounds in three months and you and you maintained lean, no yeah. fucking way, no yeah. fucking way, without something. But th- th- again, that's the point. Don't lie about. Don't it. lie about it. Leave it ambiguous. Leave it ambiguous. 
Because one way or the other. Well, yeah, gonna, people will be mad. If you admit it. Because if you admit it, they're going to. Like, if Kim Kardashian came out tomorrow and said, I photoshopped my pictures and I've you have had surgery, how many people are going to be like, yeah. fuck her? She's lying. She 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 had more surgery than she's claiming. Yeah. Or she had less surgery than she's claiming. Or she's clout chasing because <laughs> now she's trying to be on the trend that she admits everything. Yeah. She's just doing this to make people like her. It's like, what the Thing fuck is though, do you, you want? You say that, but that's basically what's happened to Kylie. Because Kylie's come out saying that she's had a bunch of surgeries done and X, Y, Z. And people like people are kicking off about it. But it's like, that's what so, I'm it's like so it's not okay for her to say she's had it. But it's also not okay for her to say she hasn't had it. So like literally you can't win. There's no there's no winning. Because no. somebody's going to hate what you're doing. So for me, that that's why I'm always like, fuck it. Just be whatever you want to be. And literally before, people made fun of her. Like, same with Chloe. Like, people made fun of Chloe because she was, like, five inches taller than the other girls. And so she looked, like, majorly heavier, even though she really wasn't that much heavier in, in like, respect to her proportions as a human. But, like, people rinsed her. And now she's, like, basically functionally... Well, I don't want to say she's anorexic because she might not be, but she's so lean now. Like, she looks... She looks ill, in my opinion. Like, and I know that's not a nice thing to say, but she looks so thin... And it's like because people bullied her, but now people are like, oh, she's getting all this stuff done. Oh, she's too thin. Like, you know, as I am saying, sorry. Sorry, Chloe, I feel bad. But you know what I mean? It's like she literally can't win. The woman cannot win. She's ugly. She gets does stuff to make herself not ugly and she still can't win. Like, she's still bad. So it's like, what do you want? You can't win. Do you want her to just kill herself? She's ugly. So just kill yourself, basically. That's the metadine there. If you don't admit it, you're lying. If you do admit it, yeah. you're clout chasing because now you're trying to hop on the trend that everybody's admitting it. And yeah. or you're not admitting it a hundred percent. There's no winning. So just leave yeah. it. I think just leave it ambiguous. And let or just let people do whatever the fuck they want to do with their own body. That's it's never going to happen. Business. It's never. Gonna it is happen. not your damn business. Like if I want to have a nose job, if I want to cut my whole damn head off, it's my business. But anyway, closing thoughts. Closing thoughts. If you're antagonistic towards beauty standards or people who are beautiful you need to look at either your own self-esteem and understand why you think that somebody who's gorgeous is a bad person because of it or is causing negative outcomes for other people or you need to think about your own biases and if you are giving preferential treatment to beautiful people because we are all part of the problem we can't blame beautiful people it is everybody doing it we are all complicit in this. If it is a hazard to health, we all need to be part of fixing For it. For me, it's uh, live and let be and use your own judgment. If it's too good to be true, it probably is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just thinking about like, <laughs> like people who go from like looking like literally the back of a bus to being like Margot Robbie and then they're like, they never had surgery. That's <laughs> just funny to me. Yeah. But anyway, sorry. But that, yeah, that's anyway. that's the end. Thank you so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. We'll see you next time, guys. Bye. Bye.